When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey. What's up, everybody? Spanish Jackie presents Riza. Tony Carlos is unfortunately not shit. He's busy booking what? He's doing another reboot, right, Tony? Yeah, he's doing the Latin reboot of The Devil Wears Prada. Uh-huh. Okay. okay. That's right. I'm bringing Miranda oh, wow. Priestley back in here. That's right. That's going to be all year, mm-hmm. I hope. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Everyone keep tally. And Oscar, yes, guys, can hope. it's another week. How is everybody doing today? I'm good. I, uh, it's... Yeah, it's been it's I feel like um, I was talking about this obviously before the pod, but I think between all of us, like and other people, I've been asking like auditions and like bookings and stuff like that. And little things have kind of picked up lately because the world is kind Question of mark. Open. I don't know. Well, because I say yes, like I like I don't I don't want to jinx it. No lo quiero poner allá afuera. And then like mm-hmm. the mala energia is like, nope, everything closed again. So I'm just like, mm-hmm. I'm just happy for whatever is happening that is, you know. Positive. Well, at the very least, at the very least, it seems like there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, yes, yes. Which is hopeful. Yes. So I hope yes. I hope the feeling of hope is real and tangible with every single person that's listening. Um, because, yeah, I mean, at least that. At least we have hope. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And me and Tony got vaccinated. Oh, fun. that's right. We're yeah. half half vaccines as we're half, recording this. Do you right? feel vaccines. any different? Do you feel superhuman? <laughs> I don't know about you, but I grew a tail. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, <wow>. Awesome. <laughs> it makes my butt look so Mine fell cute. off. Uh-huh. Side effects wow. are different for everyone. Wow. <laughs> You're, you yeah. already had a tail. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm a dog, baby. Hey. Um, you guys. So we have, we have, uh-huh. We have a pica today that was inspired and given to us by Ingeniera Jordan. And I want to bring her on. Goddess, yes. Jordan. Queen, 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 queen. We truly. love her. Jump on Jordan. <gasps> Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thank you. I'm, oh I'm so honored. Oh. <laughs> Where is Have this? we ever done this I don't before? Think we yeah, have. she's done it from the, the regular when we record in person. Oh, right. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, oh. yes. So, Jordan, tell us your pica because you said it so well that I had to have you say it. <laughs> Well, I'm going to try to say this as clear and consistent as I can and maybe do a short example. (laughs) But I always, I wondered, was there ever a moment in your life that happened for a specific reason that followed to something really positive in your life? For example, my sister went into crazy debt, had to move back home. And if she didn't get into debt and move back home and get a certain job, she wouldn't have met her husband. Mm -hmm. So would you have any moments like that in your life? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Thank you. But, Thank you, Jordan. These are beautiful right. serendipity moments that Oof. happen. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna start with one because it technically affects all of us. What? Oh, <laughs> it affected what? all of us, not just Excuse me. me? Huh? Yeah. So when we pitched uh the show SAP, 
Mm-hmm. I was still on a Herald team at UCB. Oh. And mm-hmm. I was really busy. Like, I got really excited about it. I and we also, had for those of us, yeah. for those listeners who have no idea what yes, Herald explain. is, can you explain what that is? <laughs> okay. Um, it's a improv team that you auditioned for at Upright Citizens Brigade here in Los Angeles. And they also, um, they have in New York. Um, but anyways, and so you audition, thousands of people audition, and they picked uh, 12 people to be on a team the year that I got on. So I was one of the 12. And um, yeah, so I was, it was my first time auditioning. I wasn't even going to audition, but like, I was like, hey, whatever. So again, I guess, yeah, sure. I guess just showing up to the audition and the callback was a thing because I'm not going to lie. When I got my callback, I was like, my little brother was in town and we had dinner plans. And I was like, I don't know. I just feel like I'm not going to get on anyways, but fine. Mm. So I think like, part of like just having that attitude of like whatever helped mm-hmm. but anyways mm-hmm. um so i was on a herald team and we pitched sap to have a live show and we never heard back and then obviously i was busy and like just you know doing shows and whatever and i kind of forgot and then when i got cut that first year i remember like if it wasn't for getting cut and then making the decision to like okay I have to send an email because what else can I do? I don't, you know what I mean? Like we have to get this show. And it's, it's, it's still something that I did, but it affected all of us. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because like, I feel like if maybe I wouldn't have sent that email, we would have never gotten our show and we wouldn't even be here right now doing a podcast because if it wasn't for our show, we wouldn't have been. So uh, we, let me, so what you're saying then is if you weren't cut from a Herald team. Yeah we probably wouldn't have happened. Um, Maybe. I don't know. I think that um, it, it's, and I say this all the time in, you know, other interviews and other, like, episodes that we've had, getting cut lit a fucking fire in my culo because I was comfortable. And I think that a mm-hmm. lot of these things, when I think about this pica, it's kind of like, don't you, like, when you get, you make those uncomfortable decisions, like Jordan's sister that moved back, like, that's a big uncomfortable decision, you know? Like, you have to go back mm-hmm. and, and deal with that and deal with people there and then deal with the people that you left here, you know? Like, that's a lot. So, like, for me, it was like, okay, just, like, I would have been comfortable and not done it. So I think that that's that's one that like, sure. And it also affected me, you know, because I also like that has helped my career, having the podcast, having the live Mm -hmm. show and all of us. But and then, you know, I wouldn't have my boys. Oh, mommy. Yeah. So that's more general one. I figured I'd throw it out there in the beginning because it's all of us. Do you guys have any? That's a really good. That's that's a a really very good good one. one. And actually a good lesson in there to uh, don't get too uh, complacent. Mm-hmm. To constantly I guess keep hustling, you know. In yeah. this sliding doors universe, as you're saying this, Oscar, I feel like I have a very bad tendency to get Ooh. complacent. Were so, you referencing a Gwyneth Paltrow film? <sighs> yes, sliding doors. Yes, oh. I was. Uh huh. Okay, great. Just so the viewers know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so the viewers. <laughs> the viewers. Oh, I mean, viewers. Li- I'm. Just, yeah. For those oh. of you looking at us, we're all confused. <laughs> viewers, <laughs> listeners, audience, fans. What? <laughs> <laughs> So what is the sliding door situation yeah. for you, Tony? For me, I guess I'm wondering what are the what are the risks? For example, Raisa, this like you're sticking your neck out, the fire, the fire you had to push mm-hmm. our live show from happening. What are the what are the things that I didn't do because I was complacent mm-hmm. on whatever? Interesting. Because I'll hustle until I get something and I feel like I have a bad tendency to once I have that goal, I'll like, ah, okay, I'm good for a while. Mm-hmm. I see. Um, yeah. So this is a very good question, but I don't know what how to answer it. Um, 
Oscar, do you have one? So you're thinking about the might have been. The mi- that's saying. where I am yeah. at. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that's another interesting. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's 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 another interesting pika. I think to be like, mm-hmm. yeah. What are some opportunities that I might have missed had I activated? Mm. But mm. you know, like I, I do. I'm a big believer in things happening. I mean, this is gonna sound so corny, but like in things happening for a reason, and like, yeah destiny or fate or you know some people might god even the the plan that that power might have over you Mm -hmm. in terms of like deciding your fate and your destiny you know Mm -hmm. every roadblock is there for a reason Mm -hmm. and every gift is being there is being put there for a reason definitely Um, i i think about that a lot like with like i don't know about you guys with auditions for example like sometimes you like you go in, you kill it. This role was meant for you. Like you feel it. Like you're this character. You get a call back. Maybe you can't, you know, and then whatever, somebody else gets it. Right. Yeah. yeah and, yeah, but yeah. it's like somebody else got the, to me, the way that I try to think about it, especially po- more positive, And especially because usually people that are booking roles that I'm like getting close to or whatever are Latina roles. So I'm just happy for a Latina to book it or anything hey, that's BIPOC that's in general. Mm-hmm. So like, I've, I felt like, yeah, in the beginning when I first started, I, like I'd be a little bit like bitter. Right. Cause that's such a natural feeling. Cause I didn't understand, you know, what to feel, but now going forward, I start thinking more positive and say, you know, that wasn't for me because I'm going to, book something else that's more for me it's going to be more money it's going to be more you know it's it's the work that i'm supposed to be doing or whatever because i do feel like what you said like look at that loquita. like it doesn't matter it's gonna happen and it's just you know everybody has to <laughs> i guess i mean at least for me i'm like i feel like we all just kind of have to like roll with these fucking punches because i don't know <laughs> it is what it is i think you're right yeah I, and i think it's important to Because I think the big thing, too, when you talk about this industry is that idea of like constantly hustling and then after a while being so sick of it that you sort of leave it. You know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. and there's nothing truly there's nothing wrong with that. I think you have to sort of like love the process of hustle of the hustle. It gets to a point. I think everyone has a boiling point where they're like, yeah, I don't think this is for me. And then they leave. And that's totally a completely Mm -hmm. justifiable and that doesn't make you any less of anything if you don't quote unquote succeed in the thing that you started doing. But uh, the people who are like absolutely stubborn about their success end up being very successful. The people who are just like very like, I'm going to be in it. Literally every single documentary that I've seen over like a famous, I was just watching, I was just watching the City Girls documentary. Who Ooh, I don't know if y'all know the City Girls. Where is that? I want to watch uh, it. It's on YouTube. Um, but uh, JT, who uh, is in the City Girls, mm-hmm. was very much like. I mean, they're from my. I mean, y'all know they're, they're from, from Miami, Miami and like the hood hood of Miami. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and JT, who had literally a card stacked against her, was very much from an early age being like, "I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make it. I don't know how I'm gonna make it, but I'm gonna make it." And that resilience. Yeah. I mean, as a right. Before City Girls blew up, I mean, JT was sent to federal prison. So, um, I mean, there's resilience there. I think that's a that's a really inspirational. As it's an inspirational story, yeah. I think. Um, but in terms of like having this like destiny and like doing things or not doing things in order to get like a bigger picture, I mean, I have something that happened to me when I was younger. So like, I never wanted to do comedy or being the performing arts ever as a kid growing up. Like, this is not something that was like a goal of mine. 
Um, I was, I wanted to, I was a dancer and I wanted to dance and I was doing cumbia and vallenato when I was in Colombia as a little kid and like discovered modern and contemporary dance. And then I had a really bad dance injury that prevented me from dancing professionally. And yeah, that like, I mean, that destroyed me. It's like you spend your entire life working for a specific goal and all of a sudden it's like, someone put a roadblock on that road and it's like you literally can never physically can never get to where you want to be because of limitations and so i spent many years just sort of being lost um just being absolutely lost like i had no idea i had no like trajectory or any uh, sort of like i i had no goals i was Mm -hmm. just like what am i gonna do um and then I literally, this is, this is sounds so cheesy, but I took an improv class to get over stage fright that I had because mm-hmm. I got to a point where I couldn't even talk to people because I was so like self-conscious and like weirded out. And when I was dancing and auditioning, um, I would sabotage my auditions because I would never want to have leads or anything like that. And so um, I, after much negotiations from my friend, at the time, Chopper, uh, who I literally owe my my improv sort of trajectory, uh, thanks to that guy, Christian Jacobs, if you're listening. Uh, thank you. Uh, and so, yeah, I, I would say, and doing improv sort of like began this career of working in comedy and like doing, doing it, you know, dare I say professionally. So if it w- truly... And this is going to be a very simplistic way of looking at it. But if it weren't wasn't for my dance injury, I would not be here right now at all. And so I have appreciated that idea of like, if there's ever a roadblock in your life or an obstacle that feels insurmountable or like something that you can't push across, there are other ways to get around that obstacle and you just never know what life has in store for you. Everything might feel like nothing is going to work out like you're just at the bottom because i've been there we've all been there literally rock bottom you know what i mean yeah you're you're saying the same thing as like as arrow like if i wouldn't have gotten cut (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah right yeah exactly and so yeah just know that there's more life to live and you just never know what opportunities might come from getting out of that rock bottom because that's huge it's so sort of comfortable to sit in that rock bottom mentality and being like, and listen, take it from me. I ain't the most positive person in the whole world. I fancy myself <laughs> a realist in every possible sense of the word. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, I do think that it's so dangerous to get stuck in that sort of rock bottom mentality. It's so important to look beyond the now and be hopeful of the yeah. things to come, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's that's so beautiful. I mean, I, I agree. I definitely agree. It, it it did take me some time, though, like, as an of adult. Course. Because I think, like, I feel like when we're younger, it's easier to just be like, ah, fuck it. I didn't make the team. Ah, fuck it. Or I didn't get mm-hmm. the this role in the play. Ah, fuck it, whatever. But, like, I think when we're older and, like, you know, we're, we're, we're adults, we're paying for our stuff. You know, mm-hmm. we want to, like, support maybe our family back home or wherever that is or whatever. You know, I think, like, it feels more pressure. So when we do have such a big failure that we feel like we fucked up, whether it's, you know, breaking your leg, you can be an athlete and fuck up your fucking arm after, you know, getting this, you know, deal, whatever that is. And, you know, you feel like such a fucking loser. But then, like, there's, there's you know, you get to have that. You get to be sad. 
But then also, like what you said, Oscar, like, and that's important too. You get to be sad. A lot of people don't give Mm -hmm. themselves that permission of just feeling their feelings intensely for that moment. It's okay to be sad. It's Mm -hmm. okay to be sad. But there comes a time where the sadness fades into something else. And it's like, the question is, how am I going to channel Mm -hmm. that sadness, that anger, that frustration into something else? I think the word frustration is such a paralyzing word because that's what it is. Frustration is is, uh, inactivity. It's that feeling of wanting to be active, wanting to do something, wanting to achieve your dreams, but not getting there. And the reason why we're not getting there is because we're not doing anything to get there. So I think it's very important to push past the frustration and see what happens, what comes out of it on the other side. Hell yeah. Because you were frustrating to be kicked out of the team, but you didn't stay in that frustrated state. What was important for you was to activate in whatever, whatever, you know. And for me, I was frustrated that I (laughs) physically could not do what I've always dreamed of doing. And then pushing past that and being and then like taking a leap, taking a chance, a leap of faith, you know, and seeing what else would happen on the other side. Yeah. Tony, you don't you don't think you don't think of anything that you feel like you've done. Like, I'm sure you've done something or maybe walked into like you know, a party and maybe that if you wouldn't have gone because you were sad that day, like, because I think about that too. Like, I'm like, oh, like, like even, and I'll give you a quick one before you go, like uh, meeting my boyfriend. Like I was like super like sad and depressed the day that I went to like grab drinks with one of our friends. And, but she like pulled me, she come on, come on, come out with me. Come on. She's really positive. And if it wasn't for her, I would have never bumped into him. And I would have never then, you know, talked to him at the party after or whatever that was. And it's like, that's just such a little basic like thing that I think of. But there's there are so many moments that I, I mean, I like, wouldn't call it basic. You <laughs> met your man. Yeah. No, not, bas- not basic, not like basic bitch. I mean, like a symbol, I guess, is the term I was looking yeah. for. Like, it's just like it was just like a little thing that I was like, I really didn't put any effort, but I actually really did because yeah. I didn't mm-hmm. want to be there. I didn't want to get out of my house. I was sad. Um, and so I I think that that was really, you know, my friend helped me. She got me out and then whatever it all. You guys all know the story. Um, yeah. But I'm just wondering, because I know you said you couldn't think of one, but I feel like even if it's something like that. That's funny that you were saying and that that is an example, because I, I was thinking of that, like not necessarily, let's say, career goals or life goals. But like, what if I hadn't gone to that party? What if I hadn't gone to this? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm tracing back like the the deep friendships that I have in my life. Like, yeah, they're just chance encounters. Then you just hit it off. And like one of my oldest friends was, yeah, I went to a gay bar in New York back in my Manhattan days. And we're still <laughs> friends. We're And like, yeah, yeah. Tracing, it doesn't have to necessarily have to be a romantic relationship, though. I love yeah. your story, Ryza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's true. That's how I also like I think about that, too, with friends. Like I mm-hmm. had a I have a best friend. You guys know Ella. And uh, like I took a half credit course at UCB because I had to get rid of my intern credits. And I was like, all right, I'll take this. It's quick. And me and Ella have been besties since that class. And I do think like there's, you know, there's there's little things that like we can always, I think, go back to be like, well, uh, you know, I was just like, "Ah, I don't care, whatever. I'll lose the credit. Fuck it. Like, I don't care. I didn't pay for it. Like, but whatever I did. And now, you know, I have someone that I can talk to and have fun with and just confide in. And and I think a lot of a lot of times we don't realize we're doing we're making these choices. I think. We just do them because we feel like we have to or whatever it is that like makes us do it. But then we. Yeah, I think life is full of choices. I mean, um, it, it's like a, it's like choose your adventure book. You know what I mean? <laughs> like they'll just they'll just lead on to more things, you know, and even if uh, even if in a choose your adventure book, the book stops and you've reached a dead end, you can always go back and do the other choice, you know, so. 
Uh, not to simplify life in that way, but you know, maybe I am living my life like a choose your own adventure book. Mm, <laughs> That's a good that. like therapy uh, angle there. <laughs> Dr. Montoya to you. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. <laughs> but also, I'm like, sometimes I'm also like, if we wanted to flip it, like the stuff that we've done, I'm like, fuck, if I didn't fucking go there, whatever that was. Or like, like, Oh, yeah. Like regrettable choices. Yeah, hey, listen, yeah. all choices are choices. They're not all going to be great. You know? Oh, yeah, for nope. sure. <laughs> <laughs> so it definitely has a flip. But in the end, guys, look at that para ti, nadie te lo quita, baby. Mm-hmm. That's a great. Preach. That's a great uh, th- philosophy as well, Doctor Lisea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Look at us all getting our degrees. Why don't yes. we take our degrees over to a uh, cafecito break? Huh? Oh, oh, I like God. that. I'm thirsty. Good. I'm good. Thirsty for some degrees. What'd you say? <laughs> I'm thirsty for some degrees. <laughs> as in, oh, I heard something else. else. I heard something else. I thought I you said I'm thirsty for some dicky, and I was like, what? Oh wow. Oh, I didn't hear that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, oh, no. You know what? I can answer the question actually. Um, <laughs> Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. I love my cat, Tiger. And as my best friend, we speak our own language. What's that? You love your litter. He does, because I use Fresh Step Outstretch Litter. It absorbs 50% more waste and odor and requires less changing compared to Fresh Step Multicat. Less changing means more time playing. (laughs) Right, Tiger? That's a yes. Find Fresh Step Outstretch Cat Litter in the pet aisle. Fresh Step is a registered trademark of the Clorox Pet Products Company. Certain trademarks used under license from the Procter & Gamble Company or its affiliates. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... Hey, listen. Remember how you told me to toss those takeout containers before we left for vacation? And you were like, I'm serious. If that leaks over the counter, it'll be a slimy abomination by the time I get back. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Don't worry about it. I won't forget. (laughs) Well. Ooh, yeah. That happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Rinse after use if in contact with food surface. Slip, slip, slip. We are back from our cafecito break. And you guys, I I can't even believe that we have the guests that we have today. I mean, honestly, it's it's been a really wild year, but we have the one, the only legend. Legendary. Yes. Nathan Apodaca. You guys might know him as Dogface on all your socials. Here he is. What's up, Nathan? Nathan. What's up, everybody? What's up? Hey. My What's up? God, how has it been? I mean, this past couple of months has must have been nuts for you. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. You know what I mean? Like we, I keep talking, talking it over with my ladies and everything. And like you said, it's been, I think, coming on six months now since the video. You know what I mean? So wow, it's crazy. Time flies by. You know what I mean? And it's just getting better you know it's just awesome you know just all the opportunities that have been coming by you know and yes it's just been a blessing you know 
We love to see it. Like anybody that's Latinx, like we are just so excited to like Truly. see our people soar, you know? And so obviously we had to have you on the pod. So many people and fans had been DMing us like, when are you getting dog face? And I was like, okay, when? I'll find, I'll find him. Uh, <laughs> um, but so one of the things I think that would be really cool to let the audience know is you, um, I read that you were a potato farmer. Is that correct? <laughs> no, I'm not a potato farmer. I worked at a potato warehouse. Okay, mira. Because oh. they have you. They have you. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. That's really <laughs> cool. So you, um, so when, so obviously, you know, you had a, a legit job and now your video blew up and you're a viral sensation. How did you get into starting doing these videos? Basically, you know, I started doing videos when my daughter was doing musically and all that, you know, I, I didn't start when it was musically, but mm. she showed me videos when, you know, she came to town and everything. She lives with her mom and she came on the holidays and whatever. So she would show me videos here and there. She'd want me to get involved with them. And, you know, I'd be like, okay, sometimes yes, sometimes no, but not as much, you know? And then one time I was coming and she showed me a video and there's a dance somebody was doing in the hit. They were about my age and they were doing the dance, you know, in my eyes, you know, pretty nice and whatever. So I was like, I can do that, you know? And then she's like, well, yeah, right. Let me see you do it then, you know? So I did it and she surprised herself and she's like, okay, well, let's video this and let's get it down. And you know, I was like, all right, cool. You know? And so we did it. She left, came back. And then this is when it transitioned into TikTok. So basically, right. you know, she showed me it and then I was looking at it again started looking at it myself, you know, hearing the sounds and everything, you know, they had, I guess, you know, you could look up your own sounds. I didn't know yeah. that you could look up your own sounds and everything. You know, there's a bunch of music on there. So yeah, started doing my own videos from there, you know, and then, well, I started doing videos with her. And then after like a week, she was like, okay, you need to make your own account. So I was like, you know what? I was like, no, no. I was like, I'm not going to set up my own account, you know, so you could do that for me if you want, you know? And so she set it up. And yeah, she just gave it to me and then I just messed around with it, you know, here and there. Not not like I do now and everything like that, you know, just playing around with the app, trying to get to know the app. It took me about a good month or two months. But then after that, you know, I was starting to get it and everything. And then, yeah. Wow. Shout out to your daughter for, yeah, for like yeah. Lit yeah. literally starting your career. I mean, like, that's, that's oh, yeah. dope. And does yeah. she does she get percentage off your cuts or what? That's a good dance. You know, um, you brought up the dancing and yo, legit, you can dance. Like, not only do you have rhythm, which I mean, I just feel like people assume we should. I'm like, okay, I I'm, I'm okay with rhythm. Um, like one of those weird Latinas. Um, but I I like I feel like you're really good, like with choreograph stuff as well. Did you ever take like dance classes or is this just something that like you learn like like in El Barrio, like with your friends, like and stuff? No, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I'm not the person to go and take dance classes, nothing like that. You know what I mean? I don't. Yeah, I don't see myself going in there and following an instructor or nothing like that. <laughs> OK, it was, OK. It was no dance just, videos coming out. No dance right. videos coming out. <laughs> it was always just growing up. You know, my dad would see music on MTV or something like that. You know, he'd, he'd be like, can you dance like that? I'd say, yeah, you know, just messing around. He'd say, well, I'll do it then. And I'd mimic, you know, Michael Jackson, you know, Velvet the Vogue, just music videos in general, yes. you know what I mean? Just growing up, you know, Millie Vanilla, just because like back in the 80s and everything, that's what we did growing up was we yeah. did a lot of, you know, music videos and stuff just with, without the camera. So, yeah, right. we were doing TikToks back in the day just without the camera. <laughs> hey, so, yeah. the, that's the OG. Point. That's there the OG TikTok. Point. That's what that's I was right. saying. Exactly. I was talking. 
Yeah, I was talking about that with my nieces the other day, like how like I remember like taking out like the VHS, like all like <laughs> old school. And now everybody's just like, here, here's like a pen. Let me record you. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's wild. And yeah, it's just been crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So let's talk about this iconic uh the the video. The video. Mm-hmm. You know what I yeah. mean? What happened that day? What what tell me the story behind that video? Because that that was that was it. That was like game over for everybody. We mm-hmm. were not ready for that video. You know what I mean? So so tell us about that. I was on my way to work, basically, you know, and car broke down. This is something that happened, like, all the time, you know what I mean? Because, like, my car's 2005 Durango is what I had. It had over 300,000 miles on it. So it did break down time to time, you know what I mean? And then when it did, it would just click. And then that's when I knew I needed to jump or, you know what I mean, it wouldn't start. So it clicked this time. So I was like, okay, I'm not going to sit here and flag somebody down. I have like 10 to 15 minutes to get to work. My work was just right over the highway. You know, I could see it. You know what I mean? So I'm just like, all right, got my board in here. Got my juice. You know, I'm not going to leave my juice. Took off walking. And then basically, you know what I mean? Gary B always says, you know, post content. Keep content going, you know, no matter what. Just post, post, post. Yeah. So I'm sitting there walking. It felt like it's been 24 hours, almost a full day since I posted anything. And I usually post like three or four videos a day back in the time, you know. And so I'm looking through my videos, trying to get something on. And like I said, luckily, you know, dreams was on the ones on the top, you know. And wow. yeah, once I once I once I clicked on it, I just felt something in me. I, I you know, I seen the video in my head going down the highway. It was just all just like it all just came to me. You know what I mean? And it was one take oh, wow. straight down the highway. I was going to go up and do it again. That I was up the, one take. Up the hill, take? It was far. Oh, my God. Yeah, I looked up the hill. It was wow. far. I was not going to about to go up and walk up there and do it again. Let's go with what I got. I mean, we're we're all actors and comedians in L.A. And I promise you, like, I literally just did a self-tape. And it. I have, like, 40 takes. And I... Right. Nothing oh is done God. in one take. Nothing yeah. Is, like, but I, that's... But that's a testament to the magic. You know what yeah. I mean? I yeah, feel like exactly. we were like meant to do that. It was just a perfect storm of every single opportunity that showed up. And you took advantage of that opportunity. Mm-hmm. And you just oh, seized yeah. the moment. I mean, how was that? Like, were you expecting it to blow up the way that it blew up? No, you know what I mean? Like I said, I I get videos that would do that from time to time that would just go straight to 100,000 views within hours. Oh, wow. You know, I had 750,000 following before this video. So at times it would just blow up sometimes, sometimes it wouldn't, you know? So like when I seen the numbers rise, I think it was an hour or yeah, it was within an hour. It had a hundred thousand views. So I was like, okay, that's awesome. You know, but I I thought it was going to either die down or whatever, but you know, then two hours later it was at 400,000 views, you know? And then I was like, okay, wow, that's already almost at a half a million. Told my lady who was just, you know, a coworker at the time. I told her, uh, now it might get a million, you know, in a day because I've never seen it get that high that quick, you know. And then she was like, yeah, maybe. And then, like I said, fast forward to seven and a half hours later and it was at a million already. And I was just like, damn, you know. But then, I, like I said, I thought it was going to quit still after that, you know. I didn't think it would just no. keep going and going and going. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah. And you, you, because of that video, you single-handedly put Fleetwood Mac back in the mm-hmm. charts. What? 40-some years later, and I, I read that they reached out to you? Yeah, uh, I mean, Fleetwood did. Rick Fleetwood reached out to me, gave me a happy birthday video, you know, sent me a happy birthday wishes. Oh. Got to talk to him on a live uh, broadcast on BBC. That's tight. You know, it was awesome, you know. Hell yeah. Oh. So, speaking of big things, I always love to ch- Google our guest the day of the interview. Y mira que... <laughs> 
you have some big news today. Um, I, it's already out, so I'm sure you can share it. Uh, I read that you are selling the your viral longboard video that we're just talking about as NFT. Can you explain a little bit about that for people? Okay, I don't know what that really means. <laughs> uh, we're selling the rights basically to the you know to the NFT people and everything like that. Like I said, I'm still kind of new to it myself. But yeah, it's something new that everybody's doing right now. It's getting the digital uh, video and everything, you know, the concept of the video, I think, out to the NFT world, I think I'm guessing. Yes. I can't really explain it myself. Yeah. It's myself, you know? But yeah, <laughs> it's something that's going to help me, in, you know, in the long run, you know? And then, like I, like I said, we got an extra thing that might be coming up, you know, with it to hopefully get the sales that we need, you know, for it and everything, you know? Hell yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I'm so excited. I hope it sells for a lot and a lot of money. Hey, I, I, yeah. I heard you want to <laughs> yeah. buy your parents a home, which is I yeah, think something you know, that we all continue to dream about oh all the God. time. It doesn't matter how old we are and how, you know, whatever this career is, where it goes and stuff like it's 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 very much like a, a an immigrant like type of thing that we have. Like we just want it so bad for them. Yeah, exactly. That there's nothing in the world you can do. You know what I mean? Like you said, just to give your mom, you know, a house. You know, the parents are, you know, who's taking care of you. You know, your whole life. You know, mm-hmm. just pay pay it back. Mm-hmm. You know? I gotta say, like yeah. the coolest thing there. There's there's a lot to admire about you and your life. But the thing that I have to say that I is super special is this ability of embracing the unexpected that you have, right? Like you in a million years never expected this to happen to you. And when it did, I mean, from like l- watching interviews of you and just the way you carry yourself, you are so grounded. You are so like, you're just a positive force, it feels like. You got like a, you, what you're selling is vibes, you know? And you got all the oh, right yeah. vibes to sell. So like, can you talk a little bit about that of like embracing what it's like to have just like unexpected stuff just come to you. I don't know. You know what I mean? It's insane. You know, just to be blessed, something like that. You know what I mean? You know, it just, to me, it's awesome because now I'll be able to, you know, bless my mom and everybody, like I said, you know, and just everything that comes, you know, it's crazy, but it's, I'm just taking it in. Like I said, day by day, you know, I'm just making sure I take care of those close around me. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Of <laughs> Take course. care of my mom, my dad, everybody, you know, and making yeah. sure they're good, you know, my kids, everybody especially, you know. Yeah. And so, okay, so included in obviously like taking care of everybody and yourself as well, um, you have had a lot of other, you know, opportunities with different brands. You know, you have merch now. Um one of the things that I thought was so fun is that you are now a model. You can add that to your resume. Listen, everybody in LA wants to put that on their resume. So Nathan, <laughs> tú lo tienes. Right? you are Fashion Nova model. <laughs> uh, when you started modeling for Fashion Nova, do you have other modeling opportunities coming through? Or are yeah, they hopefully your... I do. You know what I mean? I heard some people have reached out, you know, uh, to my management right now. And that's the cool thing is that they're actually reaching out to her yeah. instead of, you know, us you looking to them. So, yeah, and to get that, that's just crazy. You know what I mean? It's beyond my mind that that would ever happen. But, yeah, yeah put my best foot forward into everything that I'm stepping into. You know what I mean? Hell, yeah. And so we posted that you were going to be that we were going to be interviewing you and we got some fan questions. Um, so I wanted to ask you some of them before we finish. But so I kind of love this one. <laughs> Who is your favorite Kardashian? My favorite Kardashian? Uh, 
Courtney, yeah, yes. that one. Oh, that's my favorite too. Good. Okay. <laughs> no All right. Doubt. You passed the test for me and hopefully this person. <laughs> um, okay, cool. I love that. So another question that we had was, um, when did you start skateboarding and longboarding? I started skateboarding and longboarding since I was little, you know what I mean? Like five, six years old, you know, nothing professional, nothing like that, just to get from point A to point B, learning tricks and stuff like that, time to time, you know, nothing crazy, mm -hmm. doing a lot of vert and stuff like that, you know, land tricks or stuff like that, you know, flat yeah. land tricks. Can you do a kickflip? That was an additional question. <laughs> oh, yeah, no doubt. I've done <laughs> yeah. a kickflip as well. I've done a kickflip as well. Oh, nice. Ooh, so you okay. know, you know your stuff. Okay. Oh, yes. All right. I tried to skateboard when I was younger, but I don't know. I didn't, <laughs> didn't work out. <laughs> yeah, same. I yeah. can't do it. <laughs> like in Miami, it's like we don't skateboard. Everything's too far. <laughs> um, another one that we had was has Tropicana called and asked why not their juice? <laughs> <laughs> no, they haven't. <laughs> no, they haven't. Oh my gosh. No. Mira, Tropicana, reach out, be an additional. Right. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. The 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 one that you were drinking, the ocean spray, was a mango cranberry, right? No, it's cran raspberry. Oh, cran raspberry. Okay. Ah, I wasn't sure nice. which flavor it was. I was like, okay. Because I'd be that drinking. Was, and that was your go-to, right? That's like... Yeah, that's my go-to. But now they got that new cran tropical or whatever. That's like Hand in hand with cran raspberry now. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. That mango one. Ooh. I drink that with vodka. Oh, yeah. That one, too. No Fire. doubt. Ooh. Fire. It's a nice little <laughs> cocktail. I did not know. Right. Um, another question that we got was sweet or salty? That's it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I, I like sweet. Sweet? Okay. Yeah, no doubt. All right. All right. Dale, pues. And so what are other things that we can look forward to, you know, or any other partnerships that are coming up soon that we can let everybody know to keep following you and stay updated on that? I got Ghost Board coming out. It's a long board. It's got lights. You know what I mean? It's see-through. It's going to be awesome. You know what I mean? We got that coming out soon. It's going to be in the market as quick as anything. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, so... We got that coming around the corner. I still have the cookies merge with uh, Dog Face and Cookies collab mm -hmm. that we got going on. That's those designs on those shirts and everything are just, you know what I mean, top notch, I believe, anyway. Yeah. I still have the Zoomies collab with me, you know what I mean? Nice. Got those nice, nice em or embroidered shirts and shorts inside there right now. Mm -hmm. I got the dab necklaces on yes. sale right now. I was going to oh. ask you. I was going to be yeah. like, we need a dog face strain. What's your favorite oh, yeah. strain? Do you have yeah. a favorite strain of weed? My like, favorite what? strain is Gorilla Glue. Gorilla Glue. I mean? Okay. Ah, yeah. Glue. All right. Anything okay. indica, okay. really, if you want to get down to it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anything me heavy. too. I do. Yeah. I have to smoke. I smoke to go to sleep every night and it's indica always. So, yeah. all right. Oh. I'm gonna have to, I'm, I feel like I've tried that before, but sometimes, mira, que knocks me out and I don't remember when. <laughs> so you, Oscar and I are the prudes, I guess. <laughs> yeah, Mira, Nathan, I'm the party girl here. So when you come to LA, you and your significant other, you guys can come and party with me. The boys Hell will come. Yes, well, you have the party. But and also speaking of that, uh, since you are in Idaho, do you guys think you'll be moving to like LA and stuff or something like that to continue and pursue more of your entertainment career? Possibly, you know what I mean? There's you know who knows you know what i mean yeah. if the situation's right then yeah yeah you know what i mean if yeah. not I'm, if not i'm down with flying all the time <laughs> spending some I time over there. I get those that. miles yeah. <laughs> right oh <laughs> yeah bueno we were so excited to have you boys do you have any other questions to ask nathan before we let him go i have one um can you talk about your the name dog face where that came from why that was your handle 
growing up, you know, they called me Nate Dog. You know, Nathan, ah, it short to yes. Nate, Nate Dog. And then oh, after okay. Nate Dog passed away, I told everybody, you know, you can't call me Nate Dog no more, obviously. Yeah. And so they shortened it to just Dog. And then I was getting an IG and I was looking up Nate Dog or just Dog and spelling it all different ways. And nothing was up. And I figured, you know, my whole life people called me Dog something. So I must have a dog face. So, uh, you know, I mean, four, <laughs> four, yeah, 420 is what I do. Dog face is the name and 208. 208 is where I stay. You know what I mean? Hey, yeah. Mira. Wow. I mean, that's. Ah, perfect. That's yeah. perfect. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Actually, I do have another question. You pick your own your songs to do on your TikTok. So what is like the inspiration on that? Like, how do you decide if you want to do like a Beyonce or you want to do a Drake or, you know, Megan or Cardi? Like, is it just like the vibe and the mood you're in? Or are you like basically? Not, like, yeah, I don't know. I have a lot, like I said, in my favorites list. So sometimes I'll go through that and just check them through. Sometimes I'll be driving down the road and I'll hear a song or something that'll take me back, you know, and then I'll just go back and look if we have it on TikTok. And if they do, I'll just bust it out there, you know, it's just or I'll just be chilling, getting cloudy, you know what I mean? And then all of a sudden I'll remember a time back in the day from, a, you know, like New Kids on the Block song or something, you know what I mean? Or Bell yeah. Biff the Bow and hey, I'll go out and bust out a dance from that, you know yes. what I mean? Yes. <laughs> do you have a dream collab like of someone that would do it with you? Uh, as far as TikToks, there's Bella Porch, you know what I mean? She's a TikTok. She's on top right now. Yeah. As far as music-wise and everything like that, you know, I'm always down with Snoop and Wiz again, you know what I mean? We can get that popping again. Oh, Everybody man. loved it, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh that's it. amazing, man. That's <laughs> amazing. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Congrats on all of the success because you are, you're just spreading joy, it feels like to me, and we need as much of that as we can get, especially now. Oh, yeah. Appreciate yeah. you guys. You know what I mean? No, of course. Yeah, Listen, yeah. Thank we, you so much again. we do live comedy out here whenever the world opens. So hopefully one day, you know, if you're ever in L.A., um, hopefully you can come hit and watch up. it. Yeah, hit us up. Right in in case you hadn't noticed, we yeah, want yeah. you to come. Yeah, exactly, Look, yeah. <laughs> we're not, I'm not like pushy or anything, but again, I'm Cuban, so I'm pushy. Yes. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, Nathan, can you please let everybody know where they can follow you on all the socials? Follow me at Dogface208 on IG and then 420Dogface208 on TikTok. And yeah. Dale. Awesome. And you can follow us at Spanish Aki Presents on IG, at Spanish Aki on Twitter. And then you can follow me at Rice Alicea on Instagram and Twitter and all the things. And you can follow me at Ozimo on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow Carlos at, of course, it's Carlos on IG and Twitter. You can follow me at Gorilla Who. <laughs> Um, I'm at the Tony Rodrig on Instagram and Twitter and check out Spanish Aki Presents on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Pandora, the Sirius XM app or wherever you listen. Hey, hey, hey. Yay! Dogface, again, thank you so much for being our guest today. You just, I feel the positive vibes. I hope the listeners can feel the positive vibes. Mm -hmm. uh, thanks so much for listening and see you next time. Here you paseo. Hey, dale. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... Hey, listen. Remember how you told me to toss those takeout containers before we left for vacation? And you were like, I'm serious. If that leaks over the counter, it'll be a slimy abomination by the time I get back. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Don't worry about it. I won't forget. <laughs> well...
Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Rinse after use if in contact with food surface.